and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome inside another episode of Garage Door Sports. We are now on episode 22 of the podcast. This week we're going to talk some Super Bowl, maybe a little MLB, maybe a little NHL, but we're going to focus on the Super Bowl. As always, Nick McVicker joined by my good buddy Justin Rapier. Justin, how you doing today, man? I'm tired. Aw, oh, muffin. I deal with a lot of idiots at work. That's fair. So, And once again, we are joined by our Irish analyst, our buddy in Ireland, Kyle Vardy. How you doing today, Kyle? Uh, after last night, it could be better. Yeah, I'm sorry about that, man. I'm not. <laughs> Justin could care less. He was ripping you the whole night. It was very entertaining. I was ripping his team, not him. <laughs> it's just... I made a joke. Hold on. You I, and Ted were going in all night. I told him at one point, I made a joke about Brady, and I said, I'm going to make these jokes while I can because he's most likely going to do a comeback. He did say that. Which he did not, but I left the opportunity open because, you know. Knowing Brady, it's a very good chance. Well, hey, went into halftime, down 10. That's a recipe for like a 30-point comeback. Yeah. Well, let's get right into the game then. Uh, Kyle, you watched the whole thing, which is good. We watched the whole thing. What do you think the biggest yeah, turning yeah. point in that game was? Does any, anyone – was it the Foles touchdown? Was it the Cooks injury? I mean, you can't really call the well, first, fumble a uh, turning point because it was at the end of the game, but – That still was a little bit. It was a major well, I was gonna play. Say, the biggest turning point probably to start with was losing Cooks so early. Yeah. Because that took off a huge, uh, huge asset out of Brady's repertoire that he couldn't use. Yeah. Um, but I think, I think the biggest one is starting before the game when Malcolm Butler didn't play. Yeah, that one threw us for a loop. I was really confused by that. He had to really piss Belichick off to get himself yanked. Well, I've heard a couple theories, and one of them is that Belichick wants to lower his value so that he doesn't go anywhere. Yeah, Bill's not that savage. I've heard that he really likes Butler, so he was making. Where sure. are you reading these? Because these all sound BS. I know. I'm just saying conspiracy theories at yeah. this point. Someone but. was high as a kite last night in Philly and started typing things in their computer. So. They were high off the fumes of the broken down cars. Yeah, they were all dealing with smoke inhalation from all the fires and oh, flipped cars. I was. Well, I I, just, I think that was definitely like the Butler was for sure. It's a huge, huge disappointment. Well, because especially when the Eagles have three tall, fast receivers, right? That, that's when you want all your guys on the field. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah. That, that's where I think I think Butler could have you know lined up with Aguilar, and then you have Gilmore on Jeffrey. Like Butler yeah. doesn't match up great with any of those three, either Aguilar, Jeffrey, or Smith because of height. But he's got Eric Rowe. Eric Rowe. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like you, you're going to live or die with your best corners, whether it's be height. Like I don't understand what he he did something. Has something happened to practice? He showed up late. Did something. Like that's what it is. The Patriots aren't going to tell you. Butler's not going to tell you. The fact that was covering in the Super Bowl is just ridiculous. No. Something happened, and they're not going to tell you what it is. No. But, but like, I, I saw the guy's something... crying before the game. Like, this guy obviously knows he's gotten shit, and he did something, and, like, he's not playing. Like, this was this was a disciplinary reason. This was not, but see, a, this was not I, a scheme thing. Like What I but, didn't understand was he stood on the sideline the entire game with his helmet on, ready to go. And in the second half, they didn't even look to him. He played one snap you know, last You know, night. Belichick's not going to change his mind. Belichick. Yeah, he played one snap last special night. Special team. And it was a special team snap. On a punt. That was his second special team snap all year. Something happened. He, he he did something. He showed up late, missed a meeting. 
And that's that's pretty much it. Yeah. 100% he missed a meeting or missed the flight or something yeah. something like that. It, I just couldn't it, understand it. Was, it. it was or said something that, that didn't like. So. Yeah, I, I could not understand that one. Uh, All right, it obviously probably didn't make that big a difference because the D-line of the Patriots and their linebacking core didn't play very well. It didn't really matter who was covering. Completions were going to happen. But it's, To be honest, both, it's a per, it's both perplexing. defenses didn't play well. Eagles' defense wasn't bad. Honestly, you got to think of it. When Brady gets going and he gets time of possession, he's going to break you down. Yards. Right? Like, that O-line is underrated. But when the key to Brady's offense, to New England's offense, is time of possession. Yeah. Because they go out. Seven minute drive, then a three and out, another six minute drive. Your defense is gassed. Yeah. You just can't keep up with no, I know with but, that, right? They uh, did a decent job on that, and a lot of that was chunk yards in the fourth quarter, right? Yeah. Uh, Kyle, what were you saying? No, I was saying that I, I wouldn't say the Eagles' defense played well. They made one play all day. I I'm not <laughs> yeah. saying they the played only, well, the but only play they made, the only play they made was that strip strip sack. Yeah, which hey, great play. It's kind of it's kind of hard to say that Eagles defense played well when Brady. I think they played better though. I know it's five hundred five yards, but better than the Patriots defense. But the Patriots defense did not play well. I think the Eagles defense. The Patriots defense was a piece of paper all night. Yeah, I, I, I think my dad summed it up pretty well yesterday when we were watching. He said there was one defensive play made, and it took fifty-eight minutes to make that play. Well, great. It was honestly, it was whoever was going to win the game was going to make a defensive stop. One defensive stop. That that's what it was going to be the whole game, and you you could see it coming from the first quarter onwards. It was going to be one defensive stop, and there was one punt the entire game, and it was the Eagles. Yeah, but that wasn't like I wouldn't even say that was a, necessarily a huge stop. Like it wasn't a three and out or anything. It wasn't like a momentum one. They just had to punt. So why? You can't say the Patriots made the defensive stop and the Eagles ended up making the stop. So, guess what? They ended up with the championship. It was plain and simple at that. Yeah, the the turning point in that game was that fourth and one touchdown. The Foles? Yeah. Was that at the end of the second? That was before halftime, right? It was just before halftime, yeah. Yeah. Like, that's a ballsy call. It was wide open. They ran that play perfect. And they well, went they into a halftime with a 10-point lead instead of a, yeah. you know, Two four four point lead. Well, I was I was listening to a Foles interview, uh, I guess this morning, and he said, "Yeah, we've been practicing that play for a few weeks. Didn't think we were going to pull it out, but when he called it, everyone got really excited." Foles called it. I, no, I know. Black well, Doug Peterson told him to. No, Peterson Foles came up and said, "Let's do it," and Peterson was Whatever. like, "Screw it, let's do it." So, when Foles made that drop down to like the tight end position, he saw the cornerback still out wide. So he's like, I have to play this dumb and just not move. Well, he knew he had to play it dumb because if he just sprints out on the snap, someone's going to cover him. Yeah. Right? A linebacker so, will go out and just but he rip played him it to the ground. He played it perfectly. He looked lost for a second. Well, you also see the backup tight end makes a perfect throw. Like you got to throw that in there. The backup tight end <laughs> yes, is the one that did. made that throw, right? He was recruited as a quarterback. That's why. Yeah, Trey Burton. Yeah. So that was that was a big play. What do you I, think of what do you think about those two touchdown catches? Uh, honestly, in today's NFL, you have no idea what the hell's a catch and what's not a catch. That's a valid point. It's it's was, so. What was your opinion, though? I th- I thought the uh, Ertz one was the exact same as the Jesse James one when they were playing Pittsburgh. It was slightly different. They did explain it a bit, and I do get it. Now they both should have been touchdowns either way. 
because the stupid yeah. thing is, is you know, Ertz was considered a runner because yeah, he made he a move. And once you're a runner, you can do that running back thing where the ball just has to cross the goal line. Yeah. But either way, when James caught it, once he falls in, it should be a touchdown. Like, either way, once you have yeah. possession outside the goal line yeah. and you cross the football over yeah. the goal line, it should be a touchdown, whether you're a runner, a receiver, or not. Like, it shouldn't be a problem of surviving the ground because then how is it fair one way than not the other way, right? It should be once you have possession, once you cross the goal line, it's a touchdown, right? Yeah. That's the Steelers in me coming up. But I think the Ertz one was clear. Once people was, actually read fair. the rule, people just were like thinking, oh, my God, are the pa- is this going to happen again? Is this going <laughs> to Patriots again? The other one was a little iffy, but I still think that was possession. It was just re- – I, 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 th- I think it was possession. I think that was a little bit more of a eh, – that could go either way depending on who's the, reviewing the, the fact that the ball was moving a bit was just him moving his arm to like yeah. reposition it. There was there was still full con- – the There's still full control, right? Yeah. Like – they always say, "Oh, is the ball moving?" Yeah, but is it moving because he's moving? Like there's, there was no bump, like uh, like fumble or anything. It, in front like, of him. it like, clearly was, was just moving arm. into a stronger position. It's still possession. It's just body movement, right? Well, he also had it two hands at one point, and then he moved to one hand so that he could protect himself from the crowd. He was about to jump into. So, well, he just hit a bunch of cameramen, but but you don't want to go. I headbutt those guys. Yeah, so break he, some put, he put his arm up, and they, I, I don't know. I think. I think they were both catches, in my opinion, but they ended up being called catches. So I guess I'm right. You know, honestly, the the Eagles played a play better than the Patriots is how it ended up being, yeah. and that was the difference. So yeah. like, hat, hats off to them; they they deserved it. To be honest, I thought it was a f- fun game to watch. There was stuff happening the entire game. Like, there's nice plays being made from both sides. Yeah. One team made a few more plays and they won the championship. Like it's almost just, it's pretty much as simple as that, right? Sure. Back to the Butler thing. I'm reading this thing on like SB Nation about like just interesting facts. Talks about him not playing any snaps, and it's like Butler later said the Patriots gave up on him and sounded devastated and not playing. So there goes Malcolm Butler ever coming back to the Patriots. Yeah. He's going to ask for a trade or get released. He's not showing up to camp. Yeah. He's he's a front, he's a free agent. I'll see ya. Have fun with yeah, Stefan Gilmer as your lone corner. He played well this year, but he's not. Not. Butler's gone. They'll, they'll be drafting somebody. They they'll be to. drafting somebody high for sure. They you got to you, know, you got to draft uh, you got to draft a tight end now. Maybe losing uh, the the Gronk. He's yeah. gone. I think he's gone. The way he sat after the game. Some guy randomly asked about retirement. He's like, "How'd you know about that?" Uh, I'm thinking about it. We'll see. We'll see how the offseason goes. Because he keeps getting hurt. He probably just doesn't want to be hurt anymore. Well, he knows he's got mad cash. He just wants to go slam chicks and drink. Like, that's all he wants to do. He could do that anywhere in the U.S. He's got more than enough money in his sponsorships from, like, Monster and all the TV commercials he does. He's got three rings? Two or three? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Who? Is he a Hall of Famer? If he retires today. Ooh. Say that again. You were a little quiet there. You went quiet. Yes. Let me let me pull up his career stat. Yeah. Well, purely based on stats, he is. Yeah. See, I love looking at the stats from the game last night. Did you know the Patriots had three receivers have more receiving yards than anyone on the Eagles? I'm not surprised. And did you know? Guess who the top receiver was for Philadelphia? Corey Clement. Corey Clement. Four receptions. Now, granted, Alshon Jeffrey and Aguilar made huge catches. Oh, they made great, and Ertz as well. They all made great catches. But, and shout out to the Eagles kicker. 
set the record for longest field goal in a Super Bowl by a rookie. Did anyone Twice. know that Gronk has three career kick returns? Yeah. And two career rushes? Yes. One. That would be a that would be a goal line play. So this is his career numbers. Just Hold told on. Him to oh, run did they add them up? Everybody. So he has 474 career catches, 7,100 career yards, 71 to change, 76 touchdowns. Well, he's not getting the Hall of Fame. It's not 69. <laughs> so I'm surprised Gronk didn't retire when he got 69. He thought about Mid, it. I mid-season. guarantee he thought about it. <laughs> well, he thought about just like he's, he would go to the goal line, drop down, or just uh, lateral it backwards. But let me see if I can get his stats here compared to all-time tight ends. Uh, for me, the Hall of Fame one is debatable. Like I, I think based off stats he should be, but because he's such a uh, personality, he might get the Terrell Owens treatment and not get in right away. Now To got it because I, I don't think people I don't think people view him the same as To. To didn't get in because he was literally in the golden age of receivers. Look at all the receivers that went in this year with him. No, but they, there was also personality stuff that held people back from voting him in. Yeah, but so that I Gronk maybe Gronk's Gronk different. As well, but no, I'm saying maybe. Tio is a dick. Gronk's not a Gronk's not a dick to people directly. He's just like has that personality. So he's half the players like on that team. People the wrong way sometimes. Nah, he'll be in. He'll be in. I just don't know if it'll be. He'll be in because he's a revolutionary tight end. Yeah. Just the way like if Le'Veon Bell went to Super Bowl and plays like he does for two more years, he'll get in because he's a completely he's a revolutionary running back. Where does Bell go? I was say, Bell's well, not going anywhere. Shannon Sharp, Shannon Sharp's in the in the pro, in the uh, Hall of Fame. Yeah, right. Just recently, yeah. He finished with 815 receptions for 10,000 yards. Yeah. And 62 touchdowns. Yeah, I know. So Gronk's short on yards and so catches, 14, but has the touchdowns. He's 14 touchdowns behind. Yeah, but it was a different and game what about, too. So. Yeah, but Charlie Sanders, 336 yards. 4,817 yards, 31 touchdowns. No, I know. I know. I know. He'll get in because he's I'm a patron and he wants Super Bowls. Get in. I think he should get in. I'm just saying if he gets in on the first ballot or not is more up for debate at this point. Like, I, I can't see him not getting in. But again, it's just because of the personality. I don't. I think you're overplaying think, that a bit. I think he's probably, he's probably the second best tight end in history. Uh, no. Behind who? You got three. I, you got three ahead of him. Gonzalez? I think. I think you got Tony Gonzalez, Jason Witten, and Antonio Gates are all above. Ooh. You think Gronk. Jason Witten's above? I think. I yeah. think Gronk's better than Witten. If you're not count, if you're counting as a player, Jason Witten has been doing it way longer. He's been and doing has it been way, Has been way more consistent. Stays healthy. Is like almost sixty catches a year minimum. Yeah, right. but health health plays no factor into. Well, but you got to look at longevity a bit. Like consistency is a thing, right? Like Gronk is very inconsistent. He puts up when he plays, but like consistency and longevity is a like, especially in the NFL, does go towards your Hall of Fame things, because it yeah, is a sport that the, 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 is anti longevity. Yeah, the one thing they really look at is stats, though. That that's what it is. There is that. I'm just saying, like, I don't think he's number two all time. It's stats and how you impacted the game. Yeah. And I don't know if there's been a tight end that has really impacted the game compared to him. I just don't think he's two yet. I think he needs to play more. Like, he's just been yeah. so often injured and things like that. I think you can't put six years of, let's see here, you know, eight off and on. Like, 
16, 16, 11, 7, 15, 15, 8, and 14 are his games played. So he's been close on a couple of years, but. Right. That's just, I think about that, but. So you, reading his uh, quotes from last night about possible retirement, um, he basically said, I don't know how you heard that to the reporter. But then he spent, he but answered I mean, everyone's questions on it. Said, but I mean, I'm definitely going to look at my future for sure. I'm going to sit down the next couple of weeks and see where I'm at. I'm not ready for these type of questions right now. I'm just going to sit down, reflect on the season, and talk to my teammates. He he answered so, every question on it, and they kept asking him, and he kept answering them, well, which means something to because of the first response, it. you knew it was coming. No, but he could have said no answer, no question, like next question. He's like, I'm not talking about retirement. But he kept going, which yeah. means no, something. If you're going to answer all the questions on it, it means something. I know. I'm just, I was just reading the quote. All right? Don't shoot the messenger. Well, don't be the messenger, and you can't be shot. How has that not been a rebuttal to that line ever? I don't know. You don't want to get shot, don't be the messenger. Um, right. Yeah, back to your bell thing. He's not going to the Giants, <laughs> and he's not going to the Jets. I didn't say he was going to the Jets. No, I said, Kyle, where does he Kyle go? brought it up. Wait, who's going where? Bell. All this crap about the bell to the Giants. I think that's tampering on Beckham's part. People no, were it's saying, not. You can't tamper as a player. Like he it works both do ways. Anything. He said, "Welcome to the team." He's not allowed to make a joke. That's not a joke. He put it on Instagram. GMs have gotten in trouble for saying a lot less than that. Literally saying, yes. hmm, I'd like this player on my team. Hmm. Boom, $10,000 fine. Um, players are allowed to talk to each other. Players are allowed to say that because guess what? They don't have any power when it comes yeah, to signing but players. but the league's going to tell them to shut up. That's fine, but it's not tampering. Uh, it's not tampering. I, I think it should be. I don't think players should be able to do that. Why? It's because. called recruiting. No, because you get guys fired. You recruit on closed doors then. That's what recruiting is. Not all recruiting is closed doors. Oh, well, it should be. I know for a fact not all recruiting is closed doors. It doors. should be. I don't know. I think it was kind of stupid on his part because now he's got people fired up and Bell is not going to New York. No, he's not going to New York, but... Beckham's not even going to New York. That guy's going to leave. He doesn't have a contract. He's freaking out. He doesn't have a contract. He literally said, like, he's like, uh, it's a little, I'm a little worried that I don't have a contract beyond next year. I want to buy a house. He's like, I want to get out of this apartment, like... Want to be able to settle in and put things in a house. That's fair. I would feel the same way if I'm him. I don't know. If I'm him, I walk. Why you even stay there? Go get but your I mean, $100 million. I'd, I'd have the somehow. same concerns. Like I, You want to set. You want to settle down. You want to find a place that you can raise a family. It's funny because Beckham doesn't seem like a guy that wants to settle down in the sense of settling no, down. But just needs a bachelor pad. Bell's not going anywhere. <laughs> I also saw a report that the uh, Redskins may franchise tag Kirk Cousins again. I don't know how they can franchise tag him again. They're going to franchise tag him and then try to trade him to get something for him. And no they're, one's going to do that. They probably franchise. They'll probably transition tag him. No, but how can they talk, keep doing they that? They, they they've done it. To be, they've it done it two a, years a, in a row. How can they? How do they have any left on him? When's he a free agent? No, they, they can. They can transition tag him. No, he, I was reading something. He has to be franchise tag this year. It was it okay. was something weird, and I was like, okay, whatever. Like, they're they're trying to get something for him. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. You know what? They had two years for that. No, He's not going to sign a franchise tag. I know. Like, guy's going to make twenty five million dollars easy on a free on a contract. Like, the skins are idiots. They literally are idiots. His, they, his, they are arguably worse run than the Browns. Like Thirty two million. They are they are honestly well, twenty three this year. They are arguably run twenty four. No, he, he's he's not making twenty three. He's making more than that. Well, his, sorry, his average annual was twenty three nine. So 
That's a whole. I'm just looking at a crap shoot over there for this off season. You got Breeze, Cousins, Bradford, Cutler. Cutler retired. Bradford will probably McCowan. Bradford will probably resign to back up Bridgewater, and Breeze isn't going anywhere. McCowan doesn't count. No, no one cares. And then you're like outside of those guys. You got Tremaine Johnson, the cornerback from LA. He's gonna stay. Le'Veon, duh. Nate Solder, Soldier, Solder, whatever. From um, Chicago, I think he was in Chicago. New England. I thought he got. He's traded. in New England. Basically. Oh, I He's thought he left. left. He's a Patriot. Uh, Jimmy Graham is a free agent. Nah, uh, he's gonna move. Dontari Poe Jim, and Jimmy Graham, and then um, Tyler Eifert is too. Jimmy Graham seemed like the perfect fit in Seattle, and Antonio just Gates didn't work. Is as well, Go, Gates isn't going anywhere. It's like saying Drew Brees is going somewhere. Drew Brees is not going anywhere. Yeah, you got if, Jimmy if Graham. Gronk, if Gronk leaves, the the Pats are gonna sign Eifert or Jimmy uh, Graham. Maybe I, I could see either one of them going. Trey Burton is also a free agent, the Philly tight end, the behind Ertz. He may stay and be the backup because I think yeah. Brett Selleck's probably done. He was the backup. Um, Benjamin Watson. He's going to retire. Virgil Green. He sucks. Uh, Tyler Eifert. Luke Wilson from Seattle. He's going to struggle to find a job. Austin Safarian Jenkins. (laughs) Um, I was going to say, I don't don't really know what to say about that. You got Terrell Pryor. (laughs) What a waste of time he's been. Sammy Watkins is a free agent. He's going to stay. I think I he think. stays, but I'm just looking at guys who are free agents. And then no one See, else. I, I, oh, I Decker. Pryor's going to stay. Pryor's going to stay. I think uh, Watkins is going to stay for sure. Why would Terrell Pryor stay? Oh, no, he's in Washington. Gonna... I lied. I thought he was in Cleveland still. Oh, he, they just got Alex Smith, so now he can actually have a quarterback that's going to check down to him. Yeah. Uh, Amendola is a free like, agent. Are you looking at like top top free agents like total? I'm just looking. I'm going through like position wise. So I'm on the receivers now. You got uh, Jordan Matthews, Marquise Lee, and Michael Floyd are all free agents. Yeah, Jarvis like, Landry. Jarvis Landry. Yep. Allen Robinson from Jacksonville. Running backs behind Le'Veon Bell are Darren Sproles, Eddie Lacy, Shane Vereen. That's crap. Yeah, there's, there's, <laughs> there's not very good. There's not Jamal a good Charles? Running back. You're talking about guys that uh, literally have three surgeries a year. They're literally booked in. They're booked in every year for three surgeries on certain dates. Like the, the hospital people, knows they're coming. The, the, the running back behind Le'Veon Bell that's best available is probably Isaiah Crowell. Yeah. Uh, Lewis Blunt and Jeremy Hill are also available. Technically. Jarek McKinnon also from Minnesota. He's he could, probably the second best back. He could he could get some big numbers coming. He's gonna uh, yeah he's probably gone because they'll go Latavius Murray and or they may get rid of Murray. They may just cut Murray. Now they got Dalvin Cook. Yeah. yeah. Defense on the cornerbacks you got Tremaine Johnson, Prince of Mukamara, Malcolm Butler. Duh. <laughs> Marcus Lawrence. Marcus Lawrence. D'Angelo Hall. He's still around, apparently. <laughs> oh, my God. Go away. Jonathan Joseph and Brent Grimes. Oh, my God. Tremont. Kyle Fuller, too. Kyle Fuller. Byron Maxwell. Who had a break, he, had a, he had a breakout year in Chicago this year. He was decent. He was almost cut the year before. Yeah. Maxwell's still available. 
who will still be available after free agency too. Byron Maxwell, what a fall off on that guy. At safeties, you got Burnett from Green Bay. I hope he resigns. TJ Ward. Eric Reed. Eric Reed. I wasn't down. Marcus Joyner. The Steelers need to get rid of Mike Mitchell. We need to pick up a new safety. Mike Mitchell's an idiot. Guy runs his mouth and then like shits the bed every time he runs his mouth before a game. Like, well, Wait, what do they have for what do they have cap space though? Uh, we'll have cap space. We Trey got Boston some. We got some contracts up, coming off. Ben will restructure if needed. Um. Yeah, they'll get some guys to restructure. They'll spend. They don't. They're not that close to the cap. They really aren't. If you're looking at a possible big free agent safety, uh, Trey Boston, seventy nine tackles last year for the Chargers, five interceptions. In 16 games played, could be could the be Steelers. The Steelers need to go and for like the tenth time in 11 years, they're gonna have to draft a linebacker first round now. Yeah, because Shazier can just Shazier's not playing again. If he is, he's gonna need a full year off. He just started oh, walking again. More than a full year. He just started walking again, like a full like not like up until like 20, September 2019. Let's look yeah, like just for fun. So like he'll need. They'll have to draft another running back because they're, they're, they're set at running back. They're set at receiver. They're decent at corner, so they're going to have to go lineback corner, D-line probably yeah. in the first round, in the first Green three Bay rounds. just needs defense at this point. Desperate. You guys need a running back. Sorry, Ty Montgomery's not a running back. No, I know, but I feel like we need defense more than trying to fix a, run, nah, a running just like, back situation. Nah, just give Aaron Rodgers more weapons. <laughs> we'll blow them out. Literally, <laughs> just do that. Just outscore the opponent as long as Aaron Rodgers has the ball last. That's all you need. Yeah. Um, special teams, kickers, and stuff. Uh, okay, Jan- that's Janikowski, Cano, Vinatieri. Well, Vinatieri. Ooh, it's kickers. Brian. Who cares? <laughs> Who cares? I'm just surprised. The only the only person that cares out of punters or kickers is Marquette King because he's sick and he's got style. It's the only guy that counts is Marquette King because he like punts the ball and then sits there and dances when he hits like a 45 yard punt. Fourth bath is. Uh, Four bath or whatever is also available. Say Fort Bath. Four bath. Is there Ty Four Bath for many? Okay, so odds for next year's Super Bowl: Patriots or Numero Uno. Really? I don't. Uh, I I don't agree with that. I don't either. They're six to one. Eagles are eight to one. And it was Steelers and someone else were ten to one. I think it was Steelers Packers is what it said. I don't know why Packers are up there. That's the AA Ron Rodgers factor. But, well, he does make a difference. Like, yeah, but not the third Super Bowl contending. If anything, it should be. Well, if know, they get a couple pieces on defense, they're actually a good team. They could compete. Maybe, but yeah, I don't really know why the the Patriots are back up there. They're going to lose pieces on defense. Might lose Gronk now. Might lose Gronk. I don't know. They're going to lose their OC and their DC. Right. Yeah, DC's already gone. DC's gone. McDaniel's is a matter of minutes. So apparently, he's rethinking it, but. The guy knows. Why don't you go get your money, go coach somewhere else for a couple of years, and then just come back to New England again, like, yeah. just like you did the first time. Um, yeah. Yeah. Right? Like, they're going to take him back. They will literally could have, like, the best OC in the league. And if McDaniel says, I want my job back, see ya. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, that was a good Super Bowl talk. Anything else you guys want to talk about? Like Super Bowl football, not on that game. Like it was a good game. Super Bowl. The energy was pretty good, like throughout the stadium. Like they did a good job of kind of doing it. Okay, I think it was probably one of the more legit halftime shows I've seen. I've heard a lot of bad reviews about that. They're idiots. They're idiots. They saw the print stuff and they freaked out. But someone made a good point. 
think it was your dad last night was like, if they don't honor Prince, he gets in shit. If he honors Prince, he gets in shit. Yeah. Either way, he you have to, they had to. He had to do something. Prince didn't want to be a hologram, so they changed that. And they did. I thought they did it pretty tastefully, and in my opinion. The p- thing was, they're like, "Oh, he doesn't like Timberlake." It's like, well, what do you want him to do? Like, he's gonna get in. He's gonna get in. Like, people are gonna be angry either way. It's the age twenty eighteen. As someone is angry for the sake of being angry. Yeah. Oh, everyone's on that side. I'm gonna be on the other side. Like that's that's what the world we live in today. You don't appease people. But I thought I thought his halftime show was good. The guy was out of breath well, the whole because time. Because he actually did some work, which was he good. he ran around the entire field. I think he ran more yards than Brady did. Well, Brady doesn't run yards. <laughs> Brady, Brady trots. But he he was out of breath, but he was still a good... It was a good show, I thought. It was entertaining. I heard so much backlash. Also, I saw, like, I saw some memes about his little... Uh, his friend? His, no, his mic stand move. When he did that, like, kick around and stuff. And there's, yeah. like... It's like this. It's like this. Three seconds of video made many women pregnant last night. It's like <laughs> it's like women got pregnant watching this when he like kicks the mic stand around his legs and picks it back you up. You mean the one that was bolted into the ground? Hey, you try kicking anywhere. a light. You probably would wipe out. Bolted or not, that's still difficult to do, man. Whatever. So people, these are what I mean. Like people are ripping that kid for having a selfie with him. It's like, what do you mean? He walked up to him and stood there. What else is a kid supposed to do? And he also told him to, because the kid didn't have his phone out. And then Justin's like, Get the phone. <laughs> like, <laughs> how are you angry at this kid? Like, how are you possibly angry at this child for just being there? I saw a meme of the kid because he had his phone out, and then beside it, it was like a picture of a screen, and it was searching up who is Justin Timberlake. And I was like, oh my god, really, people? This guy goes. This guy goes to really? school tomorrow now, and all the girls want to talk to him and stuff. Like, yeah. JT made this kid. Like, this guy's the king of school now. Anyways, uh, so anything. Tyler else? Zeller has been traded to the Milwaukee Bucks. What? Tyler Zeller has been traded to the Milwaukee Bucks. Interesting. For what? <laughs> uh, a second round pick and Rashad Vaughn. No idea who that is. I don't think I've heard of that. They don't even probably. They don't even know who he is. They just said, "Give us a guy." Yeah. Give it. Give us somebody. We want someone whose name starts with R. Go. R. Pick a guy. Rashad Vaughn. Dope. He ain't Downs g- he's going to get cut. The best are NBA trades. When well, they, apparently, they, they trade one guy for new, like five uh, guys. New defensive coordinator for the Patriots, huh? Who? Is, might be coming. Who? Greg Schiano. Really? I thought Greg they were going to promote. They kept talking last night about oh. promoting Dante Scarnetia, the D-line coach. He's no, the O-line coach. He's is the he? I thought he was D-line. He's the O-line coach. Well, they, then maybe they'll promote Dante Scarnetia. so fantastic. Scarnetia. I don't think he either was getting promoted. I just heard he was fantastic. He was the best O-line coach in the league. Best O-line coach in the league. Because he's Apparently. on the Patriots. Well, they actually, like, they're such an underrated unit. No, I know, but it's just, it was just funny because it was, like, in the middle of the game after. Because Chris Collingworth just says words. <laughs> like, Chris Collingsworth is so bad. He just says words. And you're sitting there like, man, there's a hashtag at halftime. It was hashtag Al Michaels shake your booty. That was <laughs> legit probably the top five hashtags of all time. Yeah. Shake your booty. And Al Michaels just doing it. It's just this like, he's probably just got his whole body shaking. Like he doesn't know how to do it. He's probably just shaking his whole body. Hey, hey, Darwin Barney signed a contract today too. Go and sign with the Cubs or something, I think. Rangers. I could care less. Coincide with Kansas City. Oh, yeah. Sorry, boys. I could care less. No, Those Rangers. guys were nice, but they're not the goodest part. So I'm the good. question is, Jays fans. 
Chase fan. Who do they need? Who do they need to sign to make it that much? You know, the next step up. What do you mean? Of the like to, make, to, to take the next step. What's what's their next step? Well, you know my answer, and it's a move. They it's a subtraction. No, he's saying yeah. move forward, not back. But you're not moving forward before you trade Donaldson. It's not happening. Like it's not happening. The Yankees are making your life so easy. Just rebuild. Just do it. It's so easy for you right now. Like literally, Guerrero down there for two years, eighty hit tool. Let that thing develop. Don't bring it up. The rumors he's gonna come up halfway through the year. No, leave him oh, in the air ball. He should not. Be, well, maybe move him slowly. He'll up. Start in A. He'll end the year in Double A. Like he yeah, should not touch Triple A. Slowly move him up through the minors, but not. Don't bring him up until like, this is a joke. Two, three Trade Donaldson. Dump your stuff. Like, that's it. Like, this is the only argument possible. Ed Rogers is an idiot, and Shapiro has no backbone. Like, come on. Trade, trade Donaldson, sign Mike Moustakas. Fucking <laughs> <Get> loose. <laughs> Lord. Oh, God. Yeah, we should have traded well, Donaldson dude, and traded for Longoria then. We're going to have to get a third baseman to come back, so. Okay, you know what? If we're doing that. Who else is there? No, we'll put. I, what's guess, it? I guess they can play Solarte. No, they'll put Solarte, and, like, if, and then you can put Diaz. Like, Aledmus Diaz can play third. You got guys who could figure it out. Or you, could, playing second? or you put, like, Urena third and put Travis at second for the two and a half games he's going to play for the year, and then you figure out someone else. Fuck, um, just put Stroman at third base. Like, he'll do it. Like, Oh, yeah, you know he will. HGMH. Put Martin at third. He's not going to catch this year. It's going to be a nice platoon of Luke Maley and whoever else we got. You might as well put him out there. Well, uh, Danny, Danny Jansen's going to make it. Sorry, what was that? I said Danny Jansen's gonna make it. Yeah, Danny Jansen will be up soon. Yeah, but they also they got Danny Jansen and Reese McGuire. Yeah. But McGuire, I don't think. To be honest, I think I think McGuire's already. Yeah, McGuire's not the greatest hitter, but we know that he's a defensive. Like, he's he's a stud behind the plate. He'll hit you twelve and forty-five, probably twelve and forty-five or twelve and fifty if you're lucky. Like that'll be your good season out of him as a catcher. Yeah. But yeah, that's my move on the Jays. Like, I'm only going to watch Jays games this year to watch the other teams. <laughs> like, sounds so bad. But, like, literally two years ago, I almost stopped watching them. Before, like, before they made all the trades, like, I almost was like, screw this, I'm on to another team. Like, I, I was seriously almost done with the Jays. And I'm getting close to it again because now it's all about money again, and this is how we went into a hole for 10 years in the first place. Yeah. Um, if they do do that Donaldson trade, uh, Eduardo Nunez is still available too as a year gap. But he's gonna want a he's gonna not want a one year contract. Like he's gonna want multiple years of big money. So that's when you just piece that's when you piece together and lose. Like I don't know. you tell Scott Boris, hey man, we're gonna we're gonna rebuild and he's gonna grind his gears because he's an idiot. So many free top free agents are still available. Martinez, because Darvish, it's Arietta, like JD Martinez Oscar. wants like two hundred and something million for a guy that does not deserve Todd that. Frazier. Yeah, Todd Frazier. I want thirty million dollars a year. You don't hit over two hundred. Ah, that's okay. Jonathan Don't look at that. Don't look at that stat. Cargo. Mez. These are all guys that can't stay healthy. I know. Actually, both cargos. Gomez and Gonzalez are both still available. Right? Like, all these guys can't stay healthy. Even Moose can't stay healthy. He has the last couple of years, but, like, for a while he wasn't. Lucas Duda is available. He had a decent year last year. It was the first baseman for 10. Like, a decent year. It wasn't a great year, but it was a decent year. Um... Gerard yeah. Dyson for some speed. I'm just gonna go back to Kansas City. Like that's all he does. Like the only people that utilize him, like he's not going anywhere. No. Chris Tillman's also available. Yeah. Big body pitcher. 
I'm only excited to see the Yankees whip everyone this year. Like, that's kind of it. Like, baseball is not doing it much for me this year. Also, having worked there for two years, I need, like, a... I need to back off. Like, I just need to, like, take a step back from baseball. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like, last year, it drove me nuts. There's, there's a... There's a rumor that apparently the Yankees are clearing space to sign Darvish. Uh, Darvish. Yeah, they've been doing that all offseason, though. Between trades and stuff, that's all they've been trying to do is clear enough space to sign Darvish. <laughs> they're not, not clearing any. They're not clearing anything. They know they're going into luxury tests. Just say screw it. Like go for it. Like come on. Like is, there, is why are they even they clearing be, space? Because they don't want to get that high on the luxury. What, what does it matter? Just go win, and you're gonna make all the money back at the end of the year anyway. Like it really doesn't. Maybe matter. it's the Yankees. Like come on. It doesn't matter. It's like the Dodgers. The Dodgers, luxury tax or nothing, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it's just zero. Just put a bunch of zeros on the on the checks. That's all you got to do. Did you Bartolo also sign a contract? Good. Big sexy. He's probably got another clause. Way under two hundred and twenty pounds or whatever. Get minor league. He's had a clause in his contract every year for like fifteen years that says weigh in under this weight at camp and get like a five hundred thousand dollar bonus. He has never weighed in under that weight. <laughs> and chooses not to. He just doesn't even try. Like, doesn't even try. He just says, screw it. Like, he purposely does not want 500K because it requires exercise. And he's like, no. Yeah. So the the deal for Cologne is uh, he would get 1.75 mil for a one-year contract if he's added to the 40-man roster. He will. It's Cincinnati. No, it's not. Texas. I thought he went to the Reds. He's a ranger with Barney. Oh, he's not going to play there. Darwin and Bartolo are going to go play in the minors together. Round Rock Express. <laughs> yeah. There's not much going on right now in sports. That's the problem. Like there's games going on, but there really isn't much to talk about. That's a dead time. How about we talk about Pyeongchang? Pyeongchang. Yeah, that starts on Friday. Okay. <laughs> Who actually remember the Olympics start this week? Like I I remembered it last night. I was like, hey guys, the Olympics start next week. The only reason I do I, is I remember it last cold. night because of the commercials. Yeah. That's what that's what clued Justin into. Okay, we should probably wrap this up with best commercials because that Peter Dinklage Morgan Freeman one for like Doritos and Mountain Dew was fantastic. The um the okay now looking at it this morning, dude, I, I, I saw I saw that the week before. The Sportsnet one. I saw the Sportsnet Dinklage was showing. Was. Sportsnet was showing the best of this morning. The guy from Stranger Things and Tide won the Super Bowl. Yeah, the Tide commercials oh, no, were Tide, outstanding. Tide won the Super Mr. Bowl, Mr. Clean. The Mr. Clean one was the best. Shannon, Shannon, what? This isn't a Mr. Clean commercial. It's a Tide commercial. Or <laughs> the Old Spice one? Hi there. Hi there. This is the Tide commercial. Damn it. You stole my commercial. Get off my horse. <laughs> Get off my horse. <laughs> it was hilarious. Those were uh, hold killer on. The, ones. The Giants one was pretty funny. Yeah, it was good, too. With uh, Beckham and Eli's Manning. white guy dancing is a whole show in itself. That was so funny. <laughs> There were some good ones. There were some good ones last night. And we got to watch all the Americans. Yeah, because we were on the Fox. So the Fox <laughs> m- was there's forced no, to simulcast. There was no Budweiser one, though. There was no Budweiser. There's no Clydesdales. They were smart. Uh, there this was a Bud Light one. The there Bud was a Light night. No, there was a what, Bud. The there, Dilly was, Dilly there was a Budweiser one where they talked about how they like put water in cans. and. Oh, that was a different one, though. Yeah, but it was I'm still Budweiser. I'm talking about the Bud Light night, who he, uh, he like raises his sword, and then everyone who's attacking the people that he's near... Runs just, away. Yeah, they just run away. Like, but Budweiser's smart. Budweiser doesn't go for those fancy, stupid commercials. They go for, like, heartfelt commercials. Yeah. Like the water stuff. They did the Clydesdales for a bunch of years. They pull on people's heartstrings yeah. with animals and things like that. Yeah. Everyone's looking for crazy commercials, and they see these awesome-looking horses, and they're like, oh, sweet. Yeah. That's awesome. So. Um, yeah. 
Okay, so yeah, I think we're gonna hold on. Uh, hold on. I got one thing I want to talk about. What? NHL trade deadline's coming up. Oh, this is the end of the month. I know. But That's it's, way far Hold on. People are still starting to make. That's going to be a whole show in itself. All right. Fine. What do you mean people are starting to make moves? No, no people are starting to make. They're starting to talk about moves, and they're you're getting pretty close to some of them. I've learned in sports, talk means signed. nothing. Until it's signed, it's not done. Right. Like, um, yeah, that'll be a whole show in itself. That'll probably Nash be next week, actually. No trade list. 18 teams, which means 12 he can be traded to without. No, usually it's you submit the list of the teams you want to go to. Not his. His is a no trade list, so he had to submit 18 teams he didn't want to go to. Number one on that list? Arizona. Edmund. I think it's probably Ed. oh, Arizona. Maybe. He said. But he likes warm. Like, he's a weird dude. No, like, but he apparently, likes... like, his 12 is basically all possible Stanley Cup contenders or almost like okay. Well, yeah. Well the New York Twins. Yeah, but New- I'm sure I'm sure Chicago's on that list and they're not even close to making even the playoffs. Yeah. They're not too far out, man. They're not gonna make it. Nah, I don't count them out. Justin never counts out the Black You can't. Hawks. It's like the Patriots. Like I don't like them. <laughs> I, it's not like I don't like I, I like the Hawks. Like there's nothing they've never done anything to make me angry. But you can never count them out. What if what's if they get in you're it's a fair game. They're five points. It's like Detroit, right, right? Like no one, like Detroit's gonna probably get back in the playoff. Well, not after they had a good stretch for a bit, but they're the the Red Wings hey, are seven que- points back. Question, question. Yes, sir. Question. Yes. The Golden Knights. Yes. Are they buyers at the deadline? Are they buyers at the deadline? No, they do nothing. They just stick with what they got. Because they have all these picks built up. Yeah, no, but they can get away with it. There literally is no expectation this year. They can still train James Neal, and I don't think people are even going to be that angry. Like, it's the first year. That's what they thought they were going to do anyway. There is negative expectations. They can do whatever they want and get away with it. They're playing with house money at this point. Right? Like, I don't think, like, they can do whatever they want. They may pick up, like, a spare fourth, but they're not going to go get, like, you know, they're not going to go get patch already. They're not going to do anything that involves trading because they still have no farm system, right? Like, they have to yeah. keep all their picks so they can yep. draft kids. Like, they're not just going to go dump all these picks now to go pick people up. Like, if they're going to do it, it'll be, like, one pick and a, you know, yeah. like a decent prospect. They have, but they don't have much, right? Like, yeah, no, I know. So they got to build. And that's why I don't think they're going to do much. Like, they may pick up a depth guy, but, like... Their the, whole team is depth But, but they're, that, they're that team that could fall apart because they make a move. Yeah. They're so perfectly constructed yeah. right now. No, they've, that's fair. They're flowing so perfect right now that if you touch that team, it could work against them. That's fair. It really could. It, it, no, I agree completely. I think that, I think they should stay. I don't know if they will. Like it'll be a side piece, but I think they're smart. McPhee and Galant are like, okay, we can't break this up first year. No. Let's see how this goes. Let's see how these group of guys go, because majority of them are coming back. Yeah. Right. Um, okay. Kyle, I I tested everyone that we were watching the uh, game with yesterday. Can you name the top four teams in the NHL by points? Uh, Vegas, um, Tampa. It doesn't have to be in order; um, just the top four teams. Because you already got those yeah, two out of order. Uh, oh yeah, I wasn't yeah expecting them in order. Um, got two. Got two. Um. Oh, who's in the West? Um. 
He's got two. I'm trying to think. It took three of you guys to get all four yesterday. So is I wasn't participating. Is uh, is it was it Winnipeg? Winnipeg's one of them. Yep, you got one more. What is it? What conference? East. East. Boston. Yeah, Boston is sitting in fourth in the NHL right now. Your prize is pride. Well, I was, I was like, it's definitely not anybody from like the Metropolitan because I'm pretty sure the Leafs would be in first place in the Metropolitan. Yeah, I was just about to bring they're, that they're up. Tied. They, they'd yeah, be tied for They first. would be very close. Um, but they're still behind Nashville and St. Louis as well. So the Leafs are sitting seventh right now. The, the big point eight, for the Leafs eight, is eighth with tie, seventh. Tie the big thing is, is there. I don't remember what it was. They're thirteen to fifteen points clear of Detroit, which is literally what you need. Fifteen. They could lose. They could lose for two weeks in a row and still have like a six-point lead on it's a playoff four. spot. They, Did they, you guys see that? Uh, there, was, there was like something that if they changed the NHL playoffs to the top sixteen teams, yeah, like who would make it? Uh, I, I think, I think it, it would actually but... be. An interesting well, they, I don't think they could do that because then you're going to have, like, you're going to have some years where you're going to have the whole Western Conference playing each other, and you're ideally eventually going to have, like, a Western-Western final. Like, they'd have to completely change the whole format of the league because if you go to the best 16, you could have 10 and 6. So there is a very real possibility that you have West-on-West West final, which kind of... Yeah, true. this year This year it would be uh, 10 West teams and 6 East teams. Right, like, that would be a very high chance for... You know, a West-on-West West final, which, you know, Although, sounds like it'd be entertaining, but defeats the purpose of having conferences, right? Yeah. So, Although I don't know. there'd be a lot of West-on-West West first rounds. The division the division thing makes sense. Like, I kind of like how they've done it. Like, this is how it should be, right? Like, if you play, well in, if you play well in your division, you should get a playoff spot. People are like, oh, I should be the best team. So I'm like, that sucks. You're in a stacked division. That's how it works in every other sport. Yeah. If you get stuck in a stacked division, you got to play your way Which out of it. Be the Metro this year because every single team in the Metro division. Well, they're more even this year. Points. They're more even, right? Oh, last year it was the Atlantic was what the Metro was last year, right? Yeah. But that's how it works. Like, you Makes play well in your division. That's just how cyclical sports is. Like, I don't know why people are over this. Like I said, it's 2018. Someone's going to be upset about something. Like, you're never going to find anything that fits for everyone. Did your team make Somebody's the playoffs? Yeah. Did your team make the playoffs? No. Then you're angry. You want like the worst team should be in the finals. Like. Like, there's always going to be people that yeah. hate because it's just the world we live in now. I agree. All right. Is there anything else you guys want to talk about now? Nope. I think we are good. Justin's good. done. <laughs> time, to right, go well, pump, time to go pump iron. I'm going to get jacked. Oh, God. Hey, man. I'm not one of those I'm not one of those guys at the gym. Like, if you give me a bat in the gym, I can do some real damage to some of those knuckleheads. Guys walk around in spaghetti strap shirts. Got <laughs> Bigger man boobs than half the girls in the gym, like it's crazy. Oh. Literally, the guy spent they, they all spent they spent all their money on protein and supplements. I'm aware. And skinny tops. I'm aware. I've worked at a gym for six years. Thank you for repeating what I already knew. Yeah, but I'm finding the LA guys are worse than right. Lifetime guys, and I didn't think Whatever. that could happen. Um. Well, Kyle, thank you for coming on again. Sorry your team lost, but as you said, it was a good game at least. Yeah, thanks for having me, boys. Yeah, I I wish I went differently, but it is what it is. We got next year. Yeah, that's the way to think. Uh, again, thanks, buddy. And I guess that'll do it for us here. Tune in next week. We'll have some more interesting topics to talk about. Maybe have a new guest on. 
Uh, but for Justin Rapier, my name is Nick McVicker, and we will see you next time. Cheers, sir. <laughs>